0: I'm strong and good, so with my dad and Zogetti, I was that bad. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat, and mostly American.
1: Can you believe
2: in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be a
1: I basically hang out with him all the time, he, we laugh, we sing karaoke, we do a lot of cool things together, and we ride horses, we hang out, we go skiing. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, is Armstrong and Getty!
3: We're all just remarking on a traffic report we heard on whatever station... Um, About uh, a guy who was apparently changing his tire lying on the road with his legs in the slow lane. Oh,
2: Oh, boy.
3: We assume the next traffic report will be, there's a man's legs in the slow lane, so look out for those. Jeez. Beware of the legless man on the shoulder yeah, of the highway blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs>
0: exactly. Hey. Wow, don't
3: don't spread out Lay down. Or he's <laughs> got his head under the wheel where he's changing his tire, and his legs in traffic, so it's a race between the car crushing his head
1: or other cars crushing his legs. How many, how many bones you got in the legs, including the ankles oh. and feet? Oh, that would hurt. Because that's how many broken ones he's about <laughs> to have. Live from Studio
2: C.
3: C senor? A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
1: Your personal financial information. Now in the hands of mobsters. Evildoers. Perhaps. Do
3: we know who it's in the hands of?
1: <clears throat> uh, I don't know. How our, many of us got our information stolen? Practically everybody, right? Practically 142 everybody? million Americans, something like that. Uh, Equifax, credit rating agency, hacked. But you're not going to hear about that because you're hearing about the rainstorm. With all due respect to our friends in Florida. Oh, yeah. And the vast majority of Americans, while uh, full of concern for their fellow Americans, uh, need to know that they might have been completely exposed you know, financially speaking. And it includes a lot of information, right? Everything. Everything. Your name, your address, your social security number, your driver's license number, Oof. just your birth dates, your mom's maiden name, everything. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll talk more about that with some experts
3: coming up later. Yeesh. God, <laughs> nothing is going to be private in the future. Just nothing. Nothing. Oh, how about my privates? Would they be private? No.
2: Especially I mean, not those. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: We're going to spend some time today, and we're going to do Study
2: the World! Study the World! Yes, yes, study it! Study the World!
3: Study the World? Correct. Uh, inside and out, up and down. The fun, the
1: maddening, the sad, the inspiring. <laughs> The rainstorms and the earthquakes. Yeah. yeah, Our lead yeah. today should be the wrath of God visited yeah. upon the Western yeah. Hemisphere. WOG is upon us. Right. These are the end times. You'd think that would make the news. It's the end of the work week times anyway.
3: Um, Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michael Angelo. Hi this morning, Michael.
0: Good. With that credit hack, I'm waiting the call that says, hello, did you purchase an 80-inch TV in Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hard to imagine why I would do that, A. Eh? don't know what you'd do, though, as far as it, your personal information. I think you just got to kind of just say, what what the heck? There's nothing I can do about it. If it happens, it happens. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 Michael. You could not be more wrong. You could not be more humiliatingly, <laughs> foolishly, dangerously wrong. We're going to explain to folks exactly what they uh, should do. I agree with Michael. It happens so often
3: and so easily. I think we're all just going to have to get, there's going to have to be a new new something is going to have to be created where everything has to include your your eye print whatever that is your retina scan or something mm. like that cuz yeah. all your other information is just apparently available right. to whatever mobster wants it there are no secrets yeah um, there's positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
2: I, I do like the idea of of mobsters huh? Yeah, see, we got your we got your data, see? So for some reason that's what I think of any time I hear Those mobsters. Those kind of mobsters. But the uh but yes, this is why people need to be more like me. Don't put your savings and your trust in these credit companies. Put put your savings in a shoebox above the fireplace. Mm. You don't have to worry about this sort of stuff, and then you're just fine. Nobody's hacking that. Nah, that's just a joke, though. I don't have a fireplace or savings.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're very very safe. No money, no uh, savings. There's
3: Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. you, right, Marshall.
0: Well, I got to tell you, it's getting close to the end of the barbecuing season at the Phillips Estate. Yesterday, I went out and bought some artisanal bacon. Ooh! Oh. Wow! Ten bucks for a dozen sticks. Along with some, Practically Miller's, a dollar a stick. some Miller's dogs and brats all set for the weekend. Oh. And, of course, corn on the cob. Oh, I would eat all that right oh, now. Yes. That sounds
3: fantastic.
0: i got to tell you, I've really gotten into eating lately. I really? Mean, I wonder what that's all about. I, you know, it's just like <laughs> wow. so good. Is,
1: Living the Epicurean lifestyle. Indeed. indeed. Is that,
3: that girl that you were going to date showing up on Facebook with a boyfriend? Do you just decide to let yourself go after that? Or yeah, what's that's it? pretty much it. Yeah, okay.
1: That's not a bad plan. <laughs> give line.
3: up, eat. Not a bad plan. Yeah. Eat yourself to death. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this new <laughs> Looking at my iPhone with the brand new screen I got. Ooh, uh, nice. 60 bucks and you get a new screen. Rich, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. not too bad. Uh, Friday, September 8th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we
1: approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark.
2: A second to go from the two-yard line.
3: Dillisley <laughs> again. Carries it this time, and there is an official touchdown there we have it ladies and gentlemen we have kicked off the nfl
1: season there's your first touchdown and one guess which junkie went crawling back to my mama went back to my man can you give me just a little taste man just a just a little hit i did i watched the whole damn game oh really i did the pause and zap with the dvr so i compressed it because i'm a busy busy man Mm -hmm. but i watched it and i loved it Good. good no it's not good it's ridiculous, <laughs> terrible, it's humiliating. It's a weakness of character. Uh, it's it's yeah. at least that. <laughs> Were there people kneeling for the National Anthem? There was one guy sitting, mm. which uh, Al Michaels felt the need to point out. I don't know if he got to do that on the telecast. They got done with the National Anthem. Some young songstress with a ring in her nose uh, did a uh, credible job, but way too many notes as usual. And uh, then uh, as the Anthem wraps up, Al says, uh, for the record, only one player. Uh, Joe Jones, whatever the guy's name was, uh, was sitting down for the anthem. Well, Boomer, or well, whatever the sidekick is, and, every, and they went on to talk about the game. Everybody is probably wondering, right, during the national uh, yeah, anthem. Yeah, but I did so. that. Don't talk about it. Just tell me which behemoth you think is going to smash into the other behemoths more successfully. <laughs> don't. You don't need to acknowledge it. You don't talk about every drunk who pukes in the stands or. It's kind of you a know, big every story. Every cheerleader got a little fat. I mean, just it's kind of a big story. This it home. is, but it's a news story. It's not a football story. That's true. I'm I'm watching the football yeah. show. That's true. you're right about
0: that. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, we got the biggest quake in a century hitting Mexico and the largest hurricane ever in the Atlantic barreling toward the U.S. today. Huge credit bureau data breaches. You've mentioned half of the U.S. population affected. And more problems for Bill Cosby. Stories coming up 635, Armstrong and Getty. Well, in what percentage of adults? It's got to be more than that. It's got to be higher than half. I heard, I heard
3: two-thirds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not verify that. They're though. not stealing my children's credit card information. So, uh,
1: How does uh, mailbag look? Well, it's very nice. Plus, I think we have clips of the week. Yeah, in moments. Stay with wow. us.
3: Wow, this is all coming together. It's really all coming together. We're behemoths smashing against each other. what we are. Stay tuned for the Armstrong and Getty Show. What's up? You know, what you see in the news is often uh, what's important to New Yorkers. That's a lot of what makes it into the news. It's It's just the way the world works. And New Yorkers care a lot about Florida. They all either vacation there or their grandparents live there or whatever. And so this hurricane is a way bigger deal for New Yorkers than it is for other people, and that's why it gets way more coverage. It's also the biggest storm ever in the history of the Atlantic Ocean since they've been able to keep track of it. So, you know, that's that's a story. But the reason it gets extra added attention is New Yorkers care. Sure. That's just the way it works. We yeah. don't have to care to
1: that level. The contrast with the uh, Houston storm is uh, quite astounding. I mean, oh. in the aftermath, there was amazing coverage, the Houston deal. But uh, anyway. Oh, uh, mailbag. Oh, no, no. Oh, Whoa, you know, I shut him down. I, that was like when the offensive lineman just kind of twitches. And it's like, why is that a penalty? I just can barely I, you know,
3: twitched. You know what's weird about that? I can still remember I did that one time. I played one year of football, eighth yeah. grade. And I was a lineman, it's hard to imagine, at, at 88 pounds. I wasn't very good at it, believe it or not. Um, uh, But I remember doing that one time. It was uh, you're supposed to go on three huts, yeah. and I went on the second hut. I just raised my ass just a little bit. Uh, and that was enough. Tweet! I thought, oh, man. And then oh, called everybody' looking at me. 54, I can still remember that because of that. Wow. And, and the other player's looking at my jersey. Oh, it's you, you idiot. <laughs> you're not only small, but you're dumb. Say, so your coach put you in at
2: 88 pounds as a lineman? <laughs> yes.
3: Jesus. Sadistic. I was not cut out for that. Wonder running
1: backs weigh fifty pounds. No, were they, they were they were little people. They
3: were, and this is the way youth sports goes. They were freaking grown men. Oh. They're the same size then <laughs> oh, as they are now. Wow. Yeah. Exactly the same, except fatter. But they're the same height. Wow. Oh Hairy. they're fatter now.
1: Nice. Full grown men. Yeah, yeah. You knew in the locker. Room. I was a Good little Lord. child. Wow. Wow. It's time to take a fond look back at the week that was instead. It's cow. Clips of the week. <laughs>
0: North Korean nuclear program is more advanced and more dangerous than ever.
1: His abusive use of
3: missiles and his nuclear threats show that he is begging for war.
0: It looks like it could be something that will be uh, not good, believe me, not good.
3: He does is when he loses his keys in the toilet bowl. So
0: calm down (laughs) Bernie's not paying $17.99 for a book That's like four and a half chicken noodle soup
1: I basically hang out with him all the time. We laugh. We sing karaoke. We do a lot of cool things together And we ride horses. We hang out. We go skiing. (laughs)
3: Hey, hey, Rodman. You, you know what you say is entertaining, but you got so many damn metal things in your mouth. You're just <laughs> all say, slobbery. Is he
1: and, eating? Well, sounds does a, he eat during interviews as well as horseback riding? No, he's is got that so all much piercing.
3: Yeah, he's got so much metal in his tongue and his lips and everything like that. That he needs to have a dentist constantly with that hose thing sticking it in there, <laughs> just sucking out all the saliva.
1: Oh, and the, the right the vacuum.
3: <laughs> That's nice. Uh,
1: mailbag. That's
3: we go horseback riding, we sing karaoke, give each other back rubs, we machine gun some generals. Oh boy.
1: Uh, here's a nice uh, little assist from Jeff. You see, you can email us at Armstrong and Getty at yahoo.com anytime, spell it out Armstrong and Getty. And if there's something we ought to be talking about, or you have a thought, you want to d- d- pick a knit or whatever, you- go ahead. It's fine. Love hearing from it. Jeff has sent along a headline he thinks we ought to talk about. Here's the headline. There's a disaster in Uranus' future. He says, do the story for the fear, sheer joy of reading the headline. Jeff, that is childish. Really childish. I did actually look at the story, and, and there is disaster perhaps in Uranus' future. So stay tuned. It's about the planet, obviously. Oh! Yeah. da da, da, da. So true, writes alert listener Brad, who sent us along a picture of kind of a cliche doctor in his white lab coat and his stethoscope and his clipboard. Uh, For my next trick, I'll turn your complaint of lower back pain, minor lower back pain, into an opiate addiction. Good one. That's Uh, that's a good one. uh, So little D has to get her wisdom teeth out when she comes home from school for Christmas. And uh, I haven't noticed. There's a prescription form uh, ready for. Her. She's got to take some antibiotics and stuff. You
3: do it yourself because you're Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, so you uh, you hold her down, what? and pull them out with
1: pliers. No, I'm just a DIY guy. Mm. I, I bought a book of uh, dentistry. Uh, it's kind of old. It's like from the '60s, but uh, it's uh, you know dentistry for beginners. <laughs> it was good enough for my grandfather. It's good enough for you. And hold still. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so there's a prescription for the antibiotic, but then there's a prescription for an opioid painkiller. Pain and, and I get it's the, listen, if your pain gets really bad, you have this. It's a just-in-case thing, because I've had enough oral surgery to know. But I thought we all agreed opioids are dangerous and abused and people fill prescriptions and sell them and this is a national freaking crisis and so you got a she'll be 18 at that point you got an 18 year old young college woman getting her wisdom teeth out now granted it's fairly painful but I don't know. I've known an awful lot of people that got their wisdom teeth taken out that didn't
3: use the painkillers.
1: Oh, no, 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 shouldn't. no. I've had, I've had multiple oral surgeries, and pain affects different people in different ways. Sure. I never used anything stronger than ibuprofen. But it's fine.
3: Shouldn't it be more of a, this is worse than ibuprofen can handle, you call them up and then you get a prescription That's for That's what I'm saying, yeah. As opposed to they hand you it out. a
1: script, and if you need it, you need it. I thought this was a national crisis. Right. Anyway. Mm. Uh, Did we have any luck with that clip that I that I
2: mentioned? Uh, I'm getting it now. I don't have it yet, but I I found it. I just don't have it ready for us.
1: What the hell does that mean? Means no. Can you play it? Well,
2: I'm. I found the segment. I haven't found the exact
1: clips that you want. Oh, okay. Um. Well, then. mm, mm, Well, you know, we'll look for the clip that's mentioned in this email. It's Faggity Andrew in Sacramento, friend of Armstrong and Getty over ten years. Jack's repeated rant about how there's nobody in government who represents his values, that of fiscal responsibility. Seemed like the perfect opportunity to play your clip of Rand Paul's statement about our debt from one of the primary debates. It was his opening
3: statement, and it was the best thing said in any of the debates. I said at the time, and
1: I say still. And uh, so certainly he was swept aside without any further consideration. Yeah. for saying the truest, most important thing in any of the debates. But there's no political block
3: that, that has any meaning
1: right. That, right. that believes that. Right. Uh, the R's seem to have abandoned any pretense of fiscal conservatism. Uh, Andrew, I could not agree more. Thank you for the note. Uh, here's a nice note from uh, Jeffrey, who's, uh, oh, he works, wow, works for Maui College. But that's a pretty good gig. A little expensive living on Maui, but the eh, scenery. Is nice. I got the Paul clip. Do you want that? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you.
0: The greatest threat to our national security is our debt. We borrow a million dollars a minute, and whose fault is it? Well, frankly, it's both parties' fault. You have those on the right who clamor and say, "Oh, we must spend anything on the military," and those on the left who say the same for domestic welfare. But what most Americans don't realize is there's an unholy alliance. They come together, there's a secret handshake. We spend more money on everything. And we are not a stronger nation if we go further into debt. We are not projecting power from bankruptcy court. To me, there is no greater threat than our debt. I'm the only fiscal conservative on the stage because I'm willing to hold the line on all spending. I hope you'll consider me in the election. Thank you very much. Boo,
3: shut up! You're one of the only fiscal conservatives in America. Not just on the stage. The
1: government is a combination of my mommy and Santa Claus, and you can't tell me any different. Mommy Claus. Exactly. Uh, anyway, Jeff from Maui College, uh, talking, I enjoyed your guest speaking about the importance of learning and understanding technology and its role for students in higher education, but I'd like to put in a plug for the study in liberal liberal arts as well. book just came out of Practical Education, Why Liberal Arts Majors Make Great Employees by Randall Strauss. That's been
3: true. Books like that have been written. Studies like that have been done over and over and over again. Mm-hmm.
1: There's an extreme lack of critical thinking and communication skills in our world, politics, country, which are exactly the things that liberal arts uh, teacher can and should teach. We see technocrats making decisions in politics and business without an understanding of how people work or think or feel or wonder why things go wrong. We hear the cry for, of employers for employees who know how to write and communicate or, quote, think outside the box. Maybe a little Shakespeare or Greek philosophy or political science or, God forbid, religious studies would help.
3: If you want to make sure you got a job straight out of college and make more money than your friends before you're 30, those other things are definitely better. Your STEM stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you actually walk out the door into a career, whereas with the liberal arts stuff, you kind of meander around a while. Yeah, (laughs) You you certainly can. Find your way up the ladder. But in the long run, that has proven to be true.
1: My friends and I used to joke that we didn't know how to do anything, but give us six months and we could probably figure it out with new ideas and approaches. Now they are successful lawyers, scientists, tech workers, etc., while I am a not-so-humble librarian, a profession that requires blah, blah, blah. Uh, So uh, thanks for the note. That's interesting. Uh, Okay, so we had a couple of people react to, it was uh, Pamela Falk of CBS. We were talking to her about, uh, what were we talking to her about? It was really good. I remember that. Two-point conversions? That's right, NFL. and the percentage of times they're successful, that's right. Um, and she uh, she was talking about fake news is out there, but not mm. in our newsrooms. And several listeners went crazy. Now, I will point out, there is a distinction between uh, news that is deliberately designed to be fake, mislead, uh, whip up uh, feelings, you know, Russian uh, intelligence service stuff, and news that is so biased it is completely <laughs> misleading.
3: We have some examples today, by the way. Remember, we were crying for that yesterday. There are some examples out of the actual fake news that was making its way around Facebook. It's pretty interesting.
1: Oh, good, good, yeah. good. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge, yeah, some stuff on the networks is so misleading. It is completely uh, misinformative. Is that a word? I, I say it is. Uh, and it's funny. For instance, Mike sent us along this article that we'll take a look at a little bit longer, later about the, uh, the teacher shortage. And it was on MSN. Dot com Not one word about the frustrations of English as a second language students. Sure, overcrowding, ridiculous paperwork, crappy kids' attitudes. Um, of course, salary is the cause, the cure, et cetera, et yeah, cetera. Obviously, when we look, when we reached out to teachers and got dozens and dozens of responses. Why did you get out? Why are you thinking of getting out? Or, or, or et cetera. Um, I mean, the top, I would say, four of the top five reasons were stuff the MSN article didn't mention. Well, right. I got probably 100 texts, and uh, there's no way you would put salary at the
3: top of the list of complaints. No. No, You'd never come away from those 100 texts thinking, oh, it's clearly
1: a salary thing. Absolutely not. So, listen, how do you describe that MSN story? Just crappy journalism? Blinded, misleading? Bias? I,
3: I think, we, I suppose we all do it and we don't no, notice it when we do it. You come in with a, uh, a presumption of something so strong that you just find evidence to back it up.
1: Right. And then hit send. Uh, a number of comments on Jack trying to give up uh, quote unquote vices. A lot of, uh, here's Lee and Oxnard and a nice note from Serena uh, pointing out. Unless, a, unless you have complete
3: transcendent.
1: Um, uh buddha-like uh
3: zen-like qualities i'm not interested in your opinion but go ahead
1: uh every, so that's what i'm looking for c- number 1 uh, everybody many people said well it's all about moderation and not every pleasure is a vice well of course not certainly not so w- why are you d- going to you know uh, eat locusts and and live in the wild bare naked like some sort of wild hermit with no pleasures little sugar now and again that's not a vice it naturally occurs on earth And in fruit and vegetables. Unless it is a
3: vice, and then it is a vice. Oh. And you've got to recognize when you're using things as a vice. I use coffee as a vice. I use sugar as a vice. Mm. I've no. used lots of things for a vice in my life. Okay. I, so, I use a
2: vice as a vice. Yeah, ah!
3: that's great yeah. to hold things still, like the yeah. glue them and things. Yeah. But if you're, you're, gonna you're constantly be right gluing
1: things together for pleasure and neglecting your children, then that vice is a vice. I'm, sure.
2: I'm going to leave, and when I come back, you're going to be in the exact same spot. <laughs> my vice is my vice. <laughs> Put your head in a vice. <laughs> Put
1: uh,
3: Your own head in a vice.
1: I use the vice too much. <laughs> so
3: Marshall has got his news, and we got so much stuff to get into. Uh, yeah, all your all your information, all your personal information, is now out there in the hands of Russians. Who knows who? Probably Russians. It's always Russians. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. There's some uh, new clips out from 60 Minutes, the season premiere of 60 Minutes Sunday Night, where they interview Steve Bannon. They're pretty interesting, actually. Pretty interesting. How did Chris Christie end up on the outs, for instance? Oh, hey. Excellent. How do, how do they all feel about Mitch McConnell? Not good, is the answer. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's get the
0: news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, we've got hurricanes and earthquakes right now. Beautiful. Southern Mexico reeling from its biggest earthquake in a century, magnitude 8.1, leveling buildings, triggering uh, tsunami waves on Mexico's Pacific coast. The powerful quake felt hundreds of miles away in Mexico City and Guatemala. At least 15 people killed, nearly 2 million people losing power after that quake. Meanwhile, Hurricane Irma is losing a little of its monstrous punch, but the storm is still life-threatening. Forecast to barrel into Florida as a cat four or five hurricane late Saturday or early Sunday, prompting some very blunt warnings to those living in the danger zone. Get out
3: now. Your window of time to evacuate is closing rapidly.
0: 900,000 people who live in South Florida are heading north under mandatory evacuation orders.
3: Maybe it's just because I'm such a deep-down libertarian. I hate the tone of voice of government people telling me I got to leave my house. You want to make the argument? Fine, but don't yell at me like you're my dad. It's my freaking house. I can watch the news, too. You want to bring me some information? That's fine. But I just they they always have this tone that leads me to believe they think they get to order me around like that. And I just hate it. But I guess because I'm a libertarian to my bones.
1: Well, and you appreciate being treated like an adult, too. And, yes. And there's certainly a trend in our society to treat everybody like a child. Well, there's this whole thing because where the government is your mommy,
3: that person yelling at me. You work for me. I pay your salary right. and we decide whether or not you have the job. So don't yell at me like that. Explain to me what's going on. Fine. Right. But don't talk to me like that. So you don't like this. Get out now. No, no. Your window of time to evacuate is closing rapidly. The government does not work for you. I have an automatic (laughs) F you to just that tone of voice coming from a government official. Jack B.
1: Armstrong, get in here. It's your mommy yelling at uh, you. you. The government doesn't work for you. We've passed that point. You work for the government for like six months of the year.
0: You pay for them. You can't reduce it. It's a colossus. It's a monster. Credit monitoring company Equifax hit by a high tech heist that exposed the social security numbers and sensitive information of about 143 million Americans. Now, those unwitting victims have to worry about the threat of having their identities stolen. Besides social security numbers, the hackers stole consumers' names, birth dates, addresses, and in some cases, driver's license numbers. Boy, that's a lot of info.
1: Pamela Dixon, executive director of the World Privacy Forum, a nonprofit, said this is about as bad as it gets. If you have a credit report, chances are you may be in this breach. The chances are much better than 50%.
3: And so do I understand the people that run the company? Since they when they found out this happened, they dumped all their stock, then went public with the information.
0: Three Equifax execs managed to insulate themselves from a stock price drop by selling their shares worth almost 2 million dollars just a few days after the company discovered the breach in July before it went public. Oh, I want before to fight those guys. It went public. Isn't
3: that against the law somehow? Don't you have some information that Isn't there something going oh. on? Insider oh. trading of some sort. I it s- seems t- like there ought
0: to be something going yeah, on. There. Equifax says the 3 execs had, had <laughs> no knowledge that an intrusion had occurred when they sold their All shares. Right. Of course. Of course. That's oh my th- god. Don't don't
3: treat Can't me like I'm stupid
2: can't wait for them to come out and take full responsibility. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really.
0: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
3: Another
1: fraud analyst said on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of risk to consumers, this is a 10. Really? Yeah. I was a little frustrated that the, the network, every bit of news I could get was about, you know, Trump arguing with various people and the rainstorm. This morning, and I couldn't get any news on this. Uh, I do have the website you're supposed to check to find out if you're affected and 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 what to do about it. I better check. Have you checked? I was going to check mine live on the air. Okay, cool. What do you think of that? I like that. That's dramatic. Yes, that's the idea. Yes, we'll we'll watch you.
3: (laughs) We'll watch you jump in the air with glee and (laughs) and yell "Sorry, suckers!" or fall to your
1: knees weeping. Wow. Wow, okay. I assume those are the only two options. Get my old method acting up to speed and (laughs) stay with us. We'll do it live!
3: Yes, we will do it live coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show. I know why they gave your daughter a uh, pain medication and everyone else that ever has anything done that could possibly hurt. Okay, But uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Ah, is that
1: a helpful correspondent weighing in? Or? It,
3: it was another, you know, the government passed a law thinking they were doing good and had, uh, you know, oh boy. road to hell is paved with something or other. Right. Usually asphalt.
1: Agreed. So, uh, listen, have you heard about this? The Equifax uh, folks, that's one of the big three credit report agencies. When you go apply for a loan, you know, you get your credit report, uh, 690, why are we a 690? Um, <laughs> so uh, they got hacked, evidently. Some, some evildoers had unauthorized access for well over a month wow. of this year, rummaging, rummaging around, grabbing whatever they, they could grab. And we're talking your name, your address, social security number, birthday, uh, in some cases driver's license numbers, credit card numbers for hundreds of thousands of consumers. I mean, it affected approximately 143 million U.S. consumers. Which is two-thirds of adults, according to some people? Well, it's a hell of a lot of people. And so I go to this, um, this website that they've established so you can deal with this. Um, and we get, we need to post that immediately at com if we can. Sean, I'll get you the link. It'll be up within, what, five minutes? Is that realistic? Six, uh, seven yeah, minutes? Yeah, ten minutes, yeah. Ten minutes, all right. Beautiful. Um, I hope your entire net worth isn't stolen by then, because Sean needs ten minutes. But don't worry about it. You can always sell your kidneys. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> ah, so, um, so Equifax announces this, and I'm on the security website, on the What to Do About It website. Uh, Equifax Incorporated today announced a cybersecurity incident potentially impacting approximately 143 million U.S. consumers. Criminals exploited U.S. website application vulnerability to gain access to certain files. Based on the company's investigation, blah, 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 about six weeks they had access. Now, I love this sentence. The company has found no evidence of unauthorized activity on Equifax's core consumer or commercial credit reporting databases. I don't even know what that means in the context of... Of, of what I just read before. No.
3: Now that is a uh, goddamn. No it.
1: evidence of unauthorized activity on Equifax's core consumer or commercial credit reporting databases. I don't even. Well, keep getting back to the other stuff. The information accessed primarily includes names, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses, some cases, driver's license numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's restricted to the United States, uh, perhaps some UK and Canadian people, blah, blah, blah.
3: They threw in that complicated sentence to try to make it sound like it's not that big a deal. I thought have... somebody has all your personal information. I'm completely mystified
1: by it. Um, and then you can you can read more. All right, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, uh, potential impact. So click on that. Uh, Let's see. See if your personal information is potentially impacted. Click on the link below, blah, 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 blah.
3: Clicking on the link probably goes straight to the Russians.
1: You know, it's funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here you go. I got to put in my last name and the last six digits of my social security number because the Russian mob has the first three, I'm guessing. (laughs) And they just need the next six. All right. I'll bite. Here we go.
3: It's Putin himself sitting there looking at a computer screen.
1: <laughs> oh, we got another one. He's logging in now. Oh, here, here comes Radio Boy. Uh, click. Oh, thank you. It says, based on the information provided, we believe that your personal information may have been impacted by this incident. So I'm I'm in. I'm 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 among the lucky 142 million.
3: I could run my name, but I assume I am. I mean, I've done enough loans. If there's only if there's three big credit corporations, I did,
1: you know, odds
3: are I'm I'm in there.
1: Click the button below to continue your enrollment in Trusted ID Premier. So I guess they're offering like uh, what's the big one? Rush Limbaugh talks about LifeLock. Yeah, I guess they're offering uh, credit monitoring like Super. Advanced. Isn't
3: this a really strong bar to hold the barn door closed with my horse way <laughs> over there in the field?
1: Well, they'll, uh, they'll keep an eye, and as soon as—this uh, is theoretical now. Uh, this is what they are claiming. This is what they, they say they are going to do. They have algorithms, don't you know? They'll keep a very close eye on your credit. And if anything looks the least bit weird, they'll, they'll contact you immediately. So the Russian mob can't sell your ID to perhaps a recent immigrant from one of the Central American lands that we hold dear as neighbors. And immediately, if something funky starts happening, they will let you know so you can nip it in the bud. It's credit monitoring services. They're pretty, pretty popular. I'll click enroll, and there's a big old form to fill out, including all of my personal information which they just admitted they can't be trusted to hold. But, of course, it's already out there. So well, and, and, why don't I just say it over the air and y'all can write it down? J-O-S-E-P-H.
0: Let me get a paper. G-E-T-T-Y.
1: Here's my Social Security number. Ready?
3: One, two, three, 2, 3, Mockingbird Lane.
1: That's right. Um,
3: uh, so how long have the Russians or whoever had this information to do whatever they're going to do with it? They had access from uh,
1: mid-May to the beginning of whoa, July, I whoa, believe. Whoa,
3: so for months.
1: Yes. So they may have sown the seeds of uh, of misery for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're watering the seeds of misery. They got uh, the, the, the uh, buds of misery are starting to pop out of the soil. I don't worry about my
3: credit card stuff because my, the credit card companies seem to really be on top of this stuff. I need But my bank account, just money zapping out of my bank account, that scares the hell out of me.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, in that description of what they have, I don't think they said uh, credit card numbers, or uh,
3: bank account numbers, did they? Uh, I haven't heard that. But couldn't you get into my bank account with all the information that they have? If you have my name, my social security number, my driver's license number, my phone number, all that stuff, that's all I need to uh, to, to get somebody to let me into my bank account. Right.
1: Um, they probably wouldn't have a password, though. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know because they figure out. But with those things, you can reset passwords. Yeah. Right. I, I, like the, I, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Perhaps exactly. you can. You certainly can if you get a compliant uh, geek on the line. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Uh, you know. Or you show up to the bank with my uh, driver's license number, a picture of yourself. That's all it would take. Sure. Well, and, and word is, you can get those fairly easily. Yeah. Like the credit card company, they they say, the credit card company got a hold of me the other night. I bought. Tickets to see LeBron James come play to the Phoenix Suns for my dad for his birthday? Yeah. They got a hold of me instantly. It's clearly a crime. Nobody would spend this much money on basketball tickets. Uh. It has to be a crime. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs>
2: Just real quick, uh, when you said algorithms, it reminded me that my new wave funk jam band Al Gore Rhythms is playing this weekend. I would love everybody to come out and check it out. Uh, We're going to be doing Carbon Footprint. It's our new song. It's going to be great. You're not playing
1: a juice bar again, are you? Because I got to get liquored up to listen to that crap. No offense. No, it's a goat yoga studio. Oh, boy.
3: We're going to talk to somebody in Florida for just a minute or two coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.